Welcome to Hemcloth Radio. Uh, this is Michael Ospina, uh, co-founder of Hemcloth. And I'm Kevin Aligue, co-founder of Hemcloth. And we're starting this podcast to show our kind of combination of design and culture and how we represent that through everything we've learned and also being able to share with people what we have accumulated over the years and being able to also learn from others that are in either in their own businesses or already started their own their, their own businesses. Hemcloth really started as a product line but besides that I think um, any company starting should should stand for something more important and what we really uh, have come to realize that what's important to us is a combination of culture and how culture and design can become one and just celebrate certain aspects of life like music, art, and how those things can just become one and not just, just benefit a company to make money, or, but to really help help humanity, to help where we come from since our backgrounds are really very strong. And like, this is a very like first podcast. It's very rugged and rustic. So, pardon the rough, the roughness of it. This is our first go, but it's only gonna get better from here as we just continue to learn and, and just really talk about the things that are important to us and and how how we can progress and how others can progress by just sharing our own experiences. So. This first podcast, we're just really going to focus on our backgrounds and how our our distinct backgrounds really influence our, our views on design. So let me ask you, uh, Michael, how did you get into designing or even like like what like what is the thing that inspired you to get into design? Good question, Kevin. Uh, what really got me into design? honestly was a fascination uh, of graffiti when I was younger. Um, when I was younger, I, there would not be one second. I'm talking younger, maybe the ages from like nine or even before that, I, I always loved drawing and doodling. But, but when I really got interested into creating lines and forms, like creating lines into forms to create something even more, was really when I got into graffiti. I would just, I would just see, you know, the tags put all over my neighborhood and around school and everywhere. When I was just fascinated by it and how, how just they could really be organized into creating something even more beautiful. The, the paint, the, the experience, everything fascinated me. How I would just really just, how many ways could you really draw an A? And if I draw an A this way, how could I make it flow into an M? And how can the M flow into an E? And how could just creating one thing just continue and continue and continue into something crazy? Like, it was not even a fascination. It was an obsession. Damn, yeah. That's, that's, that's definitely, like, what it seems like for me. Because when I was younger, I would always, always, like, record cartoons of my siblings. And we would, like, come back from school and trace them or draw them like replay them from tv and just like draw them back so it's like definitely like an obsession like you said it's something that if if you know that you're obsessed with something then you know like that's something you have to develop and something you have to pay attention and definitely when i paid attention to my 
drawing or definitely my artistic side, it was very rewarding because you see that you're like pushing yourself to something you like. Both Keller and I uh, ended up enrolling into architecture school. Yeah, that was interesting. Which I think for both of us really tuned these artistic skills into, into something even more. I, I, I think the fun part about architecture school is like it forces you to channel all your crazy, creative, whatever it is, like into one place where you have to perform at a really high level and you have to kind of show, all right, like keep up with everyone and even at some point, you know, be on your own level and like be able to accomplish things that you know you think that oh this is hard or this is not possible. yeah like i always like drawing and designing but architecture school turned me into a beast yeah and it's like that constant cultivation of your skill just like in anything you know not necessarily architecture school but doing something for like this is like a five-year program so doing something for that long every every day for well four months at a time you know, it has to develop your skills. Like, that's how you get better. That's how, and that's what turned us into, you know, being really, really about design is because we, we do it so much that it's, it's pushed you to new levels where you're like, oh, wow, I could now see things so differently. Yeah, honestly, I could probably speak for a few people I know, but architecture school really put me into a mind frame where creating just became another thing I do in the day. I mean, I would, you know, just wake up, brush my teeth and just honestly think all right what am i accomplishing today like every day is just a new creating experience and that's all right, not all right, all right. let's let's back up a little bit we everyone we just don't wake up and like <laughs> design we actually have jobs and we work and we do this on our free of course, time everyone has to make money be a productive <laughs> citizen i'm just saying i know you wake up and, and you think all right well what am i gonna do today you yeah, know, this this is definitely the first thing that comes to my mind. And you know, even while you know you're on a schedule and you definitely have other things to do, you know, like those things you like and what you actually you know would enjoy and what you would like. Exactly. Do. I mean, I've always I, you know, I've always liked music, art, and 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 just creating. And I think that that really influenced us and in what what we wanted to accomplish in school. Yeah, I mean, with me, I'm, I was really about working with my hands. I was into, like, building things and definitely more, like, just more hands-on. But music has always been something I listen to because I always like the beginning-to-end type of feeling of something. So listening to a song for me, I like to see how it starts and how it finishes. So that's the same concept that I do in architecture, too. It's, like, the foundation to the end process of the building, the rendering. So it's like you get to see all these parts. Yeah, my phone's ringing. <laughs> you get to see all these parts happen, and it's like you understand the whole process, and you can, in that way, transition those that system into a whole different, a whole different industry, a whole different thing. Kevin, where, where are you from, Kevin? Oh, yeah. All right, so originally I'm from Nigeria. I moved here in 2008, and I went to school in Atlanta for two years for drafting. Then after that, I came to FAU in Florida, did uh, four years, five years of architecture school, and 
got a second bachelor's in urban design. Um, yeah, so that's my that's my little background. Very nice. I'm um uh, my family is a uh, Colombian from Cartagena, Colombia. I was uh, born and raised here in Florida. I uh, got into uh, graphic design. That turned into architecture school. Graduated also with a bachelor's in architecture, a double major in um, urban design. And that's where, to where I am right now, recently graduated. So I think one, one thing that's uh, pretty interesting when I met Kevin during architecture school was... Um, the cultural, the cultural relationship between uh, the Caribbean and Africa, and that really, uh, that really influenced what we wanted to do with this, with this project, with the hand cloth project. And I mean, I mean, definitely the cultural aspect was in the similarities and cultures. It's like if you learn or open up to someone else's background, you might learn things that are very similar to your background. So. Being that it's like a Caribbean African background, it was definitely similar to a lot of things that I was close with, the kind of music, the kind of food. So a lot of things like that definitely became like, um, like you know, parallel, like side by side. And it's pretty interesting how something as simple as a music or or food or language or words can really just build up, and these uh, these similarities in, in, in culture really influence your design and it definitely influences the way we design as hemcloth becoming something unique something that really can't be replicated because it's 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 so it's so mixed but at the same time pure yeah because i mean you you think about a a design or your concept or logo and you, you know you have compounded history knowledge cultural you know memories and things that you're transcribing into this logo into this image or whatever it is you're trying to represent so you know it is something that's about right now but then the compounded history and all the experiences that you've been through that go into that creating that image just makes it so original um kevin how i mean how did uh how did we really become him how did the name him and cloth really come into play. Oh, yeah, I mean, we kind of like formed the name with our initials. So H stands for Hadra for our third partner. E is a Ligo and M is a Michael. And that we eventually realized was actually Hem, which is a means to stitch. So it kind of became like a nice flow, like Hem cloth and. That's how we come up with the name. It's, you know, these are like things... It's a, it's, a, you know, it's a meaning behind the meaning. Yeah, you know, these are things that, you know, sometimes you you see something, it might, it might mean something to somebody a different way, and then, you know, you talk about it or you present it to someone else, and it means, you know, life is it's like kind of about perspective. So people see things differently, and we saw it as one thing, and it, just, it just, meant something else. It just really goes back to just basic design principles that we've learned through our lives. Just less is more. And it, the, the simpler, the clearer the message, the simpler it is, the clearer the message is going to be. Because you, the more you start complicating things, it makes it hard for people to get. And that's just, that supplies across all, all lives. Just a basic design principle that I, that I, a lot of us practice these simple design principles. And we don't even know that it makes sense. It's just something that inherently, you know, works. For example, less means more. H-E-M.
when I was when I was younger into graffiti, that you know you would pick a name that you would want to just write over and over again, just in different forms. And if you just pick a shorter name, it, it would just work better for you. For example, I used to I used to write Mace, M A S E, and it it would just work. It would just work because it, it was short, it was sweet, and with something short and sweet, you could just make it. You could just make it better over and over again. And the, the thing about me, I don't have any graffiti background, but I can understand that because the reason why it's better when it's smaller and that compact is because you have time to develop the work. You don't. You're not working with a piece that's too big or too wide where you have to think about the composition. But when you have it as a small piece, you already know. All right, this is done. So now I can spend more time detailing this, or spend more time adding color, spend more time making things nicer because the outline is pretty brief. It's pretty straightforward. Uh, I mean, after developing the name, you need a logo, right? You need a a visual representation of of, of your company or your project. So uh, the way our logo got around was the same way. Just lines. Start with a line. Put some lines across. Put some lines horizontally. Put some lines vertically. So that, that and like the idea of using lines is to create something that is very rigid and also something that is balanced because then you know that things are even. So the idea of the logo was to create something that's visually balanced and one side is not heavier than the other and it, it just seems like something that has a middle a top a bottom you know it, it it feels like it's it's even um the way we started making the logo was really through rewriting like the names so the one thing that i know that i'm good at is making logos with letters so we tried, you know, shuffle the name around, and definitely my, my partner, well, everyone contributed to making a logo, but we all came, and that's how we design. We don't, not one person makes anything, you know, you make something, you throw it around, and someone could add something nice to it, and, you know, it's a collaborative work, and when we got to the end of it, we definitely liked what we are working with, and... Exactly, because I have a style of doing things. Kevin has a style of doing things. So, you know, I know if I start one design hand it to kevin he'll add something hand it back to me i'll add something else hand it back to him he'll do something else hand it back to me do something else we this this working off each other and bouncing off each other is what really makes things work and makes things functional and um with the logo it turned out very balanced very measured three that's you know start four inches down four four inches uh, long what if we flip this line around it becomes an M? What if we flip this around it becomes an E? Like, and then you start you start picking a midpoint. You start figuring out how much of one side equals the other half, and you know you start knowing where you want to make your your middle point. And the thing about making something even is just finding how you want to make one side equal the other side. Exactly, without sounding pretentious, you know, we wanted this to be something where it's not just so so noticeable so so obvious so blatant like it, it's a logo where you really look at it and you have to you have to move your head around a little bit and see where this is going because it's it's just so in your face that 
it's 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 hidden. It's it's a it's a meaning behind the meaning. Yeah, because the first thing that people talk about when they look at the logo is, oh, it's H H, and I'm like, oh yeah, because the one the last thing I, you know I I will eventually explain, but you know it's easier to recognize it as something you know straightforward first, and then you know and just like anything, you get the first introduction you have a first introduction it might not be what you thought it was and then you get to know this thing and then it might be get to understand it as a different thing just like how we came up with the name what we you know and everyone looks at it's like oh h h and then you know i explain to them oh it's actually h an e and an m you know rotated uh 90 degrees or whatever the fuck but you know the whole idea is like it's just it's just letters rearranging the simple very straight straight orthogonal way and you know it, it just flows into each other exactly and, and this is sorry to call you kind of like a graffiti slash architecture combination when you think about what you said about things flowing into each other and it kind of has like a spine that just flows into all the letters exactly and uh it's it's something it's not it's it's not Perhaps just completely something you get at first. It's not something you understand at first, but it's something that keeps you you interested, and that's really what we wanna we wanna do with Hem Club. Just provide images, provide content that that keeps you interested, that keeps you asking questions, that that keeps you just uh interested in 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 what we're bringing in in our culture but makes you reflect on your culture makes you reflect on 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 things that are important to you because what we're really broadcasting is things that that are important to us that things that we want people to be aware of things uh like things that we see as problems like we use design as a means or as an outlet for things that we think are nice things that we want to use to tell a story things that we feel like we want to make people aware of like you said earlier but really as a way of communication it's really like the shirts are designed or the hats or the logos they're designed with a message behind and it's like every design is very particular in why we make it how we make it and you know like it's definitely a lot more effort and a lot more time put into making Making a particular thing. Exactly. Right? This is not basic. Like, we're not. I'm not a basic person. No, Kevin's like, not a basic no, we person. Like, <laughs> like I don't know. I speaking <laughs> on my sense. We want this first first podcast for 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 everyone to just really just see who we are. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I am. You know. I'm. I went to. Yeah. When I was younger, I was into graffiti. I was into just basic things. I wanted to work. I wanted to make money. I wanted to do this. But I went to school to just really just to, just to be out there, just to, to, to push myself. And after those five years, I'm not I'm not done pushing myself. I'm gonna continue pushing myself, and we're out of here. It's- yeah, no, definitely. And like the yeah, no, like you said, this part, this first episode is just to kind of get to know who we are, like what we do, and like you said, like we're not we're not basic. We take our shit very seriously. I mean, like. Working, being able to, you know, like we occasionally while we're in school, Michael always have a job like working full time and I never worked during school. But now that I graduated, I'm working full time and he's like getting into the process. But it's like when you 
when you start spending your time just doing more with your time, you just really want to keep doing more. Because after architecture school, like you said, they, you don't want to stop because then it's like you have seen what what's possible. You've seen what you can do. You've seen how much time you can spend yeah, you do something nice. So you, I mean, like we're serious about we're serious about what we do. So we spend the same amount of time getting a logo done because it has to be right. If we both don't like it, it's not getting made. It's about it's about about quality. Quality. Yeah. Anything in this world that that is is quality is something that's gonna last, and it's not about the money. Nothing's ever really about the money. It's 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 about just quality work, quality production, and uh, that's where we're starting with this first podcast. Um, there's more to come. So the. One thing about the logo that I kind of wanted to throw in was the whole thing about the process of making the logo. So we started making a logo with a sketch of it. We drew it by hand, made a sketch of it. We used rulers to measure, I think it's like four inches wide by three inches wide. I'm going to throw up the dimensions eventually on our website once we get everything set up so you guys can see like exactly what it looks like but with, with, with all the measurements. But the whole thing is that from sketch, you go into, um, we just took a picture of it and we put it on uh, Photoshop where we made it a little bit cleaner and then we actually put it through AutoCAD, which is where we got all the dimensions and all the measurements nice and then we ran it through. We put it back through, uh, through Illustrator, image traced it, make sure it was clean. Yeah, because the between, uh. I think it was from AutoCAD to Illustrator, and these are all PDF files. You have to keep the files PDF from from. It just makes things easier. From AutoCAD, save it as a PDF to Photoshop. You can clean it up, make it look nice. You know, do whatever you want to do with it, and then you can put it in Illustrator, which still which makes it a, a vector file, and it just keeps it very crisp and very clean. But like that's like our that was our process to make. The logo it was it was very it was kind of very straightforward just because we're familiar with these softwares yeah, it's, we, softwares aren't very hard to use so you know it uh it's all about making it clean as long as something clean makes sense it's 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 a good starting point and things can only get better from there Oh yeah, no, definitely. And a, a str- ha- having a strong, a strong concept where you know what you want the logo. So like we said, we wanted to make it something that you have to follow, you have to go through, it, like you have to turn your head. It's kind of like it's simple, but it gets more interesting when you pay more attention. And that's the whole message we're trying to give. So once you have a concept, an idea, what you want it to be. Then it's easier to make. Then it. it's easier. After, just get 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 yourself lost in your in your design, but then don't get too lost. You gotta come back out and then put it back into AutoCAD and Illustrator. <laughs> don't get too lost. Yeah, man. just get into it. Get your get your mind wrapped around it. So, so our first podcast. Let us know what you think. Yeah, no, this is just, you know, we're like literally sitting in a car, just, you know, freestyling this, nothing, nothing crazy, you know, just let us know what you think, give us feedback, and we want to hear, you know, if this is meaningful, what, or other things that you think we can talk about as far as design goes, things that, 
you might be wanting to do in your business or things that you're already doing that you think you could help us with as far as making better, um, giving better feedback on, on our designs. Exactly. Once again, it's Michael Ospina. And this is Kevin Oligre. Um, follow us at HamClop on Instagram. That's at H-E-M-C-L-O-T-H to be part of our movement and definitely just like, keep up with what we're doing. Join the movement. All right. Thank you.